welcome to the Advance Your Art podcast, where we talk about the journey from artist to entrepreneur and everything in between. You've worked hard to hone your craft. Now take it to the next level with tips, techniques, strategies, and routines used by successful artists to grow their businesses and careers. Now, let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yuri Cataldo. Jen, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I am keeping warm and uh, staying inside. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's always exciting. The Northeast, and I. so I used to live in Indiana, so I'm very familiar with Chicago weather in the wintertime. How's the yep. snow? A lot of lake effect snow this year or no? Um, a little bit in uh, the beginning of January, but now it's just cold. I mean, I, I think it's 10 degrees out, but it feels like negative one. So it's just cold. Yeah, it's that's rough. And also, it's, so it's similar in Boston, like like in Chicago, when you're right on the water and you can just feel the cold air just kind of tear through your clothing. Yeah, it just like goes through your bones. I yeah. mean, it's unreal. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the wind should have its own name. You know, like the so like in San Francisco. The fog has a name. I feel like the wind on places by the water, it should have a name because it really does, like, it makes you so angry sometimes because it just goes through everything. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) So I'd like to start off by asking, because of the fact that you do many things, how do you describe yourself and what you do? Well, I say that I'm a woman of many hats. Um, I have been an actor professionally for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I um, in the city of Chicago and in LA and really all over. Um, and I've loved acting and that's always been my passion and it's one of the things that I still do. Um, and I'm also a mom. I have uh, two little girls, three and a half and one. And that um, has probably been the best role I ever could have imagined. I um, really enjoy being a mom, but there are some days just like any other mom where it's just so tough. Yeah. But that's some days when it's just, you're like, Oh my God, I couldn't imagine my life without these little girls. Yeah. Um, and, but then I also um, own my own uh, virtual business that I run from my home and, you know, work around my acting and creative life and my kids life. So, and I'm also the CEO of our household as well. So, it's like four jobs, you know, it's in charge of everything. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> wow. You really keep busy then. Yes. Yeah. So yep. uh, well, I'm curious, how do you manage your time with doing so many different things and being so busy? How do you like, do you have a set schedule that you stick to every single day? Are there like, are you integrating technology? So like apps or websites that you use to keep yourself with this because I know there's a lot of back and forth with the kids and acting and a lot of other things. Right. So, um, I do share a calendar with my husband on Apple. Um, I mean, we have to, because he's very busy as well. He is starting his own company right now. And that is really demanding of his time. And now that we have kids, it's just amazing how much you forget about, you know, connecting with each other. Yeah. So, you know, we have our own schedule that we share, um, 
that lets us know when we're not going to be around or when we are going to be around. Um, and then I also have, um, you know, a really great app that I use for my business to help me keep up with like my customers and people that are on my team. And, you know, that's, that has been a lifesaver for me because as much as I love writing things down on, you know, in journals and things like that, it gets mm-hmm. lost. It really does. Um, so, and the other thing that I have is, um, I do have help. I have, um, a nanny two days a week mm-hmm. that comes, you know, for a full day. And those are the days that I really get to devote to my creative life, my business life and my personal life. You know, I also got to take care of myself too, mm-hmm. as much as taking care of everything else. So I, I have, those are the things that really have worked for me. Yeah. That's great. At, at what point did you decide to get a nanny? Like, was there like a, just the way life happened or was it something you had always kind of just planned out ahead of time? But where was that decision of like, you know what? I know I need additional help so I can get more things done. Let's bring on somebody else. I think it was right at the four month mark when um, I had my first daughter. You know, the first three months of any mother's life is is just a huge adjustment, especially when you have your first kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you have no idea what you're doing, what's going on, and like the life that you used to have is virtually gone. So. <laughs> I knew that for me and my sake and my sanity that I did need some help and I didn't mind asking for help because, you know, I wanted to be a better parent to my kids. Mm -hmm. So I took on help two days a week so I could be able to kind of like take care of myself, you know, go to the grocery store, pick up the house, you know, do other errands that I need to do. And also I could use those days to, you know, exercise my creative, my creative brain and my entrepreneurial brain, you know, Uh, because, you know, I didn't want to lose those parts. So I, yeah, right around the four month mark, you know, we hired a nanny and only two days a week and, you know, two days a week is really not a lot um, when you think about it. So I've got to like pack everything in those two days. I mean, I, I really do. So you know, seeing people, phone calls, you know, having coffee, catching up, it's all done on like two days a week. (laughs) (laughs) But I bet they're probably super productive because you have everything well planned out. They are. I mean, I do, um, I do use the Apple Cal, um, on my Mac and on my phone and that just seems to work for me. Mm -hmm. And I will like block everything out of what it is that I'm doing in time increments because that's the only way I'll be able to get anything done. And if it's not on the calendar, it's not getting done. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I'd like to start then with your acting career. Sure. So so were there, so first off, what were there incidences or, um, you know, experiences you had as a kid that, that got you interested in, in becoming an actor and, and what, uh, what did you study then in, in college? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, as a kid, I loved movies and I just, you know, got lost in them as a kid. And I also had parents that, you know, liked the theater and they exposed me to that a lot. Mm -hmm. And so one of my activities that I did as a kid growing up was, you know, I was always in the school plays. I was always in the chorus. You know, I was always in those types of activities. So, and that carried me all throughout um, high school and college. So when I went to college, you know, I did major in communications, but I did take a minor in theater um, because, you know, there was a part of me that really liked theater and really wanted to keep doing it, but didn't know I could make a career out of it. I mean, I didn't know. Um, 
So when I went to college and studied that and after everybody was graduating and was like, okay, well, I'm moving here to get my job and I'm moving here to get my job. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And I thought like, well, you know, I love acting and it's really my passion and it's what I like to do. So why not just give it a shot and, you know, see what happens? And I'm glad that I did um, because I have met a lot of actors along the way who say, gosh, I wish I had started when I was, you know, 18 or 22 versus starting, you know, at, you know, later in life because, um, you know, whatever kind of, you know, if they didn't have the support from their family or maybe they just had a little bit of like a mindset issue of like, oh, no, it'll never work out. It's a pipe dream. So I'm grateful that I did start early um, and that it's still been able to continue me yeah. now. Oh, good. So as your so as your career has progressed, how have you been able to, I guess, get bigger roles or and diversify? So, you know, you were in Chicago first, probably doing a lot more theater. What allowed yeah. you to then to get into commercials and to do other work outside of the Chicago theater scene? Well, I, um, I'm really good at networking and I really am good at like meeting other people. And I felt like for me, um, I had, you know, a great agent here in Chicago who was willing also to kind of push me into other markets. Mm -hmm. So when I first started out doing a lot of theater, you know, the natural progression was, you know, to then get an agent and hope, to get sent out on some of the bigger jobs like commercials, you know, and movies and TV now here. And it was just a natural progression to be able to go in and audition for all that. And then I kept getting called back, which was great. You know, I mean, that was like total validation that I'm doing something right, you know? Yeah. So, um, and then from there, you know, I got to start auditioning for other bigger roles and, you know, bigger projects. Oh, good. So in your acting career with your agent, I am mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear more about their their role on the business side of your career. So was is their job just to uh, introduce you to places to audition? Do they help manage, uh, you know, your money or run the business side of, of you and kind of, I guess, work on the branding or or further aspects of your career? Or is it just like one particular thing they focus on? Well, agents and managers are different. So agents basically focus on getting you the parts okay. and then they focus on, um, you know, uh, negotiating the contracts and sealing the deals, so to speak. But managers really are in charge of kind of managing your career and kind of branding you as an actor and, you know, branding you as a brand, you know, to then sell you to, you know, studios and productions and producers and directors. Okay. Um, I have had managers in the past. Um, who didn't, um, who, who did a little bit about that. Um, they would advise me and would tell me, you know, you know, audition for this project, don't audition for this project and, you know, kind of help tailor where my niche is in, you know, the entertainment industry and in the film and TV world, what my type was. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've been really lucky to have, you know, a manager who does that for me, but my agent that I have here in Chicago, they, they really focus on, you know, submitting me for roles and pitching me for parts Okay. Well, more than my manager does. You know, my manager will. Yeah. So does that make sense? I, yes. I hope it does. <laughs> okay, good. That does. Yeah. That, that makes perfect sense. What, yeah. So what was it in your career when you started to do something else beyond just acting? So I, I know that you've you're working on a couple of projects and you've you're starting a company or started a company. So where was it? 
in your career that those seeds were planted and you decided to do additional uh, things? Well, I think like the first seed started around like 2010 when I wanted to get into improv more. You know, I'm come from Chicago. This is a huge improv city right. and I didn't have a lot of that um, you know, on my resume. So I, you know, dived into Improv Olympic, which I received some incredible training at and met some incredible teachers who, you know, have now gone on to, you know, be on shows like Veep and, um, you know, working on like Comedy Network and everything. So um, I did training there, which then allowed me to perform there and perform at Second City. Um, and then from there, you know, I got into hosting and that was around 2012, 2013, because as you've noticed, you know, people today want their actors. They want to they want to know more about them than just as an actor. Mm -hmm. They want to know their total personal. They want to know everything. And most, you know, advertisers and brands today, you know, they want that, too, because that's what sells and that's what people want and are consuming. Mm -hmm. So, you know. And you've probably noticed in like, you know, between like 2010 to probably like 2015, all of a sudden you started seeing your favorite actors hosting shows, you know, doing commercials, going on QVC and everything like that. And that's because there was a lot of money to be made in selling themselves attached to something else. Mm -hmm. So um, I noticed that shift and I got into the hosting world and I liked hosting. I actually love hosting. It's really fun and it's interactive. Um, but then from there, you know, I noticed an even another shift and that shift was just the way that, um, you know, people and consumers were shopping and buying and consuming things. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew that I wanted to, you know, leverage that. And I also knew it was a great way to make money in between acting gigs and I could do it on my time and around, you know, kids and life and everything. And so I partnered with a brand and I was able to create, you know, my own residual income that then, you know, fed me in between all those acting gigs. So I wasn't always struggling to, you know, when is the next gig or when, you know, where, where how am I going to pay rent? You know, yeah. how am I going to pay my car payment? So that became a really, a really big relief for me. Okay. Oh, good. When you were getting involved in, in your, your online business, were there, so I guess, how did you find it? Were there books you were reading or people you were chatting with? Um, because for a lot of people, the jump from doing something creative to doing something in the business world is not an obvious one. Absolutely. Um, but I will say for creatives mm -hmm. and actors and artists, hustle is no different. It's the same hustle. So I really was not looking for something like this at all. I was not looking for anything, you know, entrepreneurial, online business, e-commerce. I really had no idea what that was except for like eBay and Amazon. And so when I heard about, you know, this company that, you know, I had heard of before and they had a great track record, they were a billion dollar brand mm -hmm. and they were asking people like, you know, you and me, Yuri, to simply partner with them and, you know, share the products and share the opportunity. I mean, I just jumped right on board, but I wasn't looking for it. I didn't go on the internet and like look for this type of thing. I was simply looking for ways to, you know, make money without, you know, having to get a nine to five corporate job because every time I worked there and I would take a longer lunch because I had an audition, I always got like looked at and yelled at as like not taking my job seriously. And it's like, 
Well, I mean, I am, but you know, this is my first passion. So like, you can't really get mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, long winded answer of that is, is that I really wasn't looking. I just started seeing it pop up on social media and I just said, hmm, maybe I should really take a look at this and, you know, dive in. Okay. Oh, cool. So with your own company and your online company, how do you – so how do you run it? Like do you – are you running ads? Are you doing advertising that way? Is it more of like a face-to-face type of meeting with people? How does your – how do you work it into your schedule? So for me, I use social media a lot because, you know, social media is really the way that we're just doing everything these days. Um, and, you know, people are buying off social media and people are taking recommendations off of social media. Mm-hmm. So I found that really interesting and, you know, wanted to capture on that. So for me, you know, I reach out to people through social media in my networks. I do a lot of face to face You know, I um, connect with people that I meet in groups. I connect with people that I, you know, other artists. And, you know, this is kind of like the same type of collaboration that Mm -hmm. we would do, you know, as artists, but I also do as an entrepreneur. And then it's really cool to also meet people in, like, the business world, you know, who, you know, I'm looking to, you know, get some answers and, you know, little tidbits from. um, And, you know, it's just a lot of networking, but I don't do any, um, personal advertising myself. Um, I don't pay for any advertising. Okay. I just, you know, share a lot of what it is I'm doing and what I'm up to through like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. And then a lot of people, you know, kind of come to me as like, Hey, that sounds really interesting. You know, how'd you get involved in this? And then the yeah. conversation just starts there. Oh, great. Well, that's, that's fantastic. How did you learn to better use social media to, to do this? Was it just a natural progression of, of trial and error? Are there Were there books you were reading or courses you were taking that helped you with that? I will say that I definitely um, did take some courses. Um, you know, you can get a lot of content on how to, you know, run a business with social media through YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of people out there who were offering courses that I, you know, did sign up for. But also my company provided a lot of the training for me. Um, and they really, you know, instructed me and, like, told me what to do. But I also will say that having, you know, the experience with Facebook beforehand, I mean, I think I got on Facebook in like 2007. I don't know. When did you get on Facebook? Uh, I think 2004, but I was in college when it first came out and you had to have a, a college email address. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got on it like, you know, pretty late. Um, but, and then from there, you know, I felt like I had become really savvy with like Facebook and everything, not so much Twitter. Mm-hmm. So then when it came to, you know, um, advertising and, you know, promoting my business, like on my Facebook page, I mean, it just, it, it was kind of, it was pretty easy. I mean, you know, social media is not like rocket science or anything like that, <laughs> but you know, there is a little bit of, um, uh, there's a little bit of an art to, you know, sharing what you're doing and stuff like that. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah. So. So I, I have noticed on your LinkedIn that you in August you created a, an advance with Jen company. What's what's that about? So that is about um, me sharing all of my experiences with building a business online, mm-hmm. and you know 
taking advantage of the e-commerce market and what's happening right now. Um, what I do is I just simply, you know, talk to people and other artists and, you know, anybody who is, you know, looking for other ways to bring in money these days without having to sacrifice time or their passions. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is, you know, I just simply help people explore what makes the most sense to them. And I then also teach them a lot of my social media strategies that I've learned over the years. Um, I will say that, you know, I do talk to a lot of um, uh, baby boomers, so to speak, and they, some of them get social media and some of them are just like, they're, they're scared of it. You know, they feel like um, it's so ahead of them and that they just are never going to be able to grasp it. And I reassure them that, you know, listen, it, this, like I said, it's not rocket science. Like it is just very simple sharing, tackle one or two things a day and you will become a master at it. Mm -hmm. And that to me is, you know, really gratifying. You know, I tell a lot of them, I'm like, if you know how to text, you know how to do social media. <laughs> <laughs> so with your, so with your, your company now, is that, so is that through, um, a separate website that you run or a blog or YouTube videos, or is it just, is it, is it sharing through the, the company you're working with right now? Well, I created a Facebook page. It's on Facebook. And so I connect with people that way, but then I okay. also connect with people on LinkedIn. Um, I do have, you know, websites for the company that I work with um, and the one that I partnered with, but that one isn't going to really be able to like, you know, teach you, um, it's teach you how to like really start your own business and teach you, you know, social media skills. So I created a page on Facebook so then people can come there and I post content all the time and I talk about, you know, um, social media strategies. Like I talked about the algorithm the other day and, you know, cause that changes all the time and, and you know, people get into a real panic about that. Um, so, you know, I teach that and, uh, I just tell people to really go there. Um, I mean, I have a website that I use for my acting, and I thought about incorporating it that there, but I, I really just left that website for acting and hosting. Mm -hmm. um, and I have this Facebook page to, you know, help people with that. Okay. Well, good. Good. With everything that you've done, and those instances, you know, obviously where, you know, so you're, you're an actress, you put yourself out there a lot, and then you decided to, to try something new and, and get into uh, the business world. Those times where you feel fearful or apprehensive about what you're doing, how do you move past that? Wow, that's so funny you brought that up, Yuri, because I, so I picked a word for the year, um, of 2018 and the word that I chose was fearless <laughs> and I chose that word because well actually I didn't choose that word that word kind of came to me I was like what a, you know what should my word be everybody was picking their word and I was like shit I don't have one and I don't know what I want you know and then you know my um my friend and partner her name is Jess she sent me a bracelet a mantra bracelet and it said fearless on it. And I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be my word. And then it's amazing. I just started accompanying that word and I just, it's with me everywhere. Um, so for me, when I felt really fearful last month and felt like, Oh, I, I shouldn't do this. I'm scared. You know, it's out of my comfort zone. There was this part of me that just was like, no, you have to push through it because if you don't, then you know, you're going to regret it. And then you're just going to like 
go into that cycle that us as artists do where we mentally beat each other up and, you know, beat ourselves up and put ourselves down, you know, and I was like, I don't want to do that. And so I just really push through it and I make sure to reward myself and I make sure to like take care of myself after I do it because I'm stretching and I'm growing and I want to make sure I, you know, you know, reward myself really nicely. So I did that last month. I had a few instances where I really had to stretch out of my comfort zone. And after I did, I said, Hey, if I do this, I will, um, you know, I'm going to go, you know, get myself a, a nice manicure. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what it was that I did, but I remember I, I did something nice. I think for me, since I'm a mom and I have a crazy life, I probably had an extra glass of wine at night. There's <laughs> no way to like take care of myself. But I mean, you know, pushing through the fear is probably the greatest gift that you can give to yourself because it shows you what you're made of and it shows you what you're capable of. And if you don't, test yourself, then you're always going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to grow. Nobody wants to just stay the same. So it's just so funny. You brought, you brought that up because that was totally my word. And I had to push through it last month. I had a couple situations where I had to be fearless, you know? Yeah. So great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. With your acting career, um, what advice do you hear often given out to young actors that is just completely wrong and awful? Well, I think the advice that I hear a lot given to young actors that is just wrong and awful is that you need a college degree in theater in order to be taken seriously. And that's just bullshit. You don't. You do not need to go to a Yale or a Harvard or a Carnegie Mellon and get a theater degree in order to become you know, a star. That's just not true. Because when I was, um, I, I divided a lot of my time between Chicago and LA and I actually interned at a casting director's office and the casting director, um, you know, was stunned that there were kids who graduated from Harvard and Yale with, you know, MBAs and, you know, BAs in theater and they couldn't find an agent. Mm -hmm. They couldn't find an agent. And so what that kind of told me was that, you know, you don't, you don't need that. You, you don't need that. I've never been hired or picked up because, oh, you have a, you know, a, a BA in theater. I mean, that might have worked back in like the, you know, like the seventies or eighties, but it just doesn't apply now. It really doesn't. It's like people want to know, um, you know, that you're in, that you're in class, you're studying your craft, you're dedicated to it, you're getting out there, you're meeting people, you're networking and you're working with people. You know, nobody really cares that you got a four year degree at, you know, wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That would be my, that would be my big piece of advice. So if somebody says that to you, no. <laughs> okay. You just need it. So then on the, on the reverse side of this, what advice would you give to somebody just starting out? Um, regardless of age, just someone just starting off who who really wants to get into to acting, what would you tell them? Well, I would tell them that to talk to as many people as they know who have maybe been in the game a little bit longer, you know, take them to coffee, take them to lunch, and ask them about their experiences. Um, because, you know, we all learn from each other's experiences and each other's growth. The other thing I would say is to um, 
find a, a teacher or a coach who resonates with you and who you feel like you can um, connect with on an emotional level and that you trust mm -hmm. who can help you grow as an actor because acting is a muscle and just like working out, you need to keep, you know, utilizing that acting muscle every day if you want to, you know, get better. It's the same thing with working out. You know, if you want to lose, you know, 50 pounds, you got to work out. You know, if you want to be a better actor, you have to, you know, practice your craft. So those are the, some of the things that I would recommend. And, you know, also things that I would recommend is to, you know, you know, get to know as many people in your community who are also involved in the arts. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, knowing as much as I hate to say this, but it really is a, you know, a business of who you know. And, you know, people like to help people. Mm -hmm. And it's, and, but people also want to like get to know you. So, you know, get to know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout your career, what would you say is the best or most worthwhile investment you've ever made? And it could be in yourself or in something else, but just what has paid the most dividend for you throughout your career? Wow. Well, I will say um, personal development has definitely been something that has benefited me in my mm -hmm. career. Um, I did a lot of personal development with acting and I did a lot of personal development with my business um, because, you know, being an actor and an entrepreneur is really the same thing. You know, you're in it for yourself. And, you know, you also have to have a good mindset and you have to have, you know, a good um, head on your shoulders to help get you through it. Because being an entrepreneur and an actor, I mean, there are highs and lows and roller coasters. I mean, you know, that's just how it goes. So for me, you know, reading a lot of books and, you know, listening to um, a lot of people to kind of, you know, help me through, you know, those times and help me manage those feelings and expectations has just been instrumental in all of growth that I've ever had with acting and with my, my side business. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Were there any books that, that come to mind that seemed to help you the most during those times? <sighs> there are a couple books by uh, Tony Robbins that I like. And I can't think of them right off the uh, off the top of my head, but there is one book that I do remember that I read um, in my acting, and I did read it again in my business life, and it's called The Big Leap. Mm -hmm. And it was a very easy read. Um, you know, I think you can get it on Audible or um, you know any local bookstore. But it talks about you know pushing yourself out of you know your comfort zone and taking the big leap, like how I was just talking about before, and that you know doing this is only going to propel you forward and help you grow as a person. Yeah. Those, those were really great books. Oh, good. In addition to reading some of Tony Robbins books, have you also been to any of his live events? No, I've never been to any of his live events and I would love to go. Um, but I have not been to any of his live events, but I know what he's doing now is he's doing a lot of events online, um, where you can just kind of tap in online and watch them right there. But no, I'm dying to go. But he did have a special on um, Netflix, which mm -hmm. I thought was really fascinating, and I loved it. It was called "I'm Not Your Guru," I think was that that was what it was called. Yes, and that so. really, really fascinating. I love that. Yeah, I, so I went to one of his live events. I went to Unleash the Power Within this summer in New Jersey. 
Um, yeah. Which was, which was, it's, so if you can do it online, that's great, but there is something special about being in a yeah. giant arena and doing this. And it's, it's very weird because, so he's only, I think it's, it's a four day event. He's only two of those four days because of his voice, but the two days he's there, okay. he is literally on stage the entire time. Like from, I think it starts at like 8am and he goes until like midnight and wow. there are no food breaks. There are no, I mean, I think there was like the third day, there was like a small um, drink, like bathroom break, but you just go when you need to, and you go eat when you want to, but he's on stage and like the exercise he has you do, there's just so much, like you just, I never felt like I could go an entire day without eating and not be <laughs> hungry and not be tired. But you're just you're so active and he has you doing so many exercises. There's like you high five everybody all the time. He really keeps you like up and down, so you're not tired and you're not falling asleep. It's uh, that alone is is worth the experience. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean I haven't heard a bad thing about it. I'm dying to go and and check it out. So that's yeah. good to hear. I'm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, it does get so the it does get a bit salesy because part of it is because it's the lower one. Like he talks about his other programs, right? Kind of a lot, which I get it. It's a business, so right? As long as you look past that part, because it, it didn't really bother me so much, but it did get like we were there until two a.m. and at two a.m. I don't want to hear about another like right another product you're selling in, which I'm sure is amazing, um, right? But absolutely phenomenal and. uh I probably will go again at, at some point just to have that experience again of being in a room with so many cool people. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And feeling inspired. I mean, no wonder you didn't need to eat or drink because you were like, you know, all of his energy was like fuel for your body, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, it's so incredible about just how you can just change your physiology and then suddenly you're just like wide awake. And I, you know, it's, so this is what, like six, seven months ago. At work, I still do that now. Like where suddenly I'm feeling tired, I just kind of change how I'm sitting and I stand up a little straighter and I focus on something else and suddenly this I'm more energized and nothing changed except how I was standing. So it was just – That's amazing. Yeah. It's really cool that works out. Oh, I love that. <laughs> in So in your life as a, as a, as a very busy person, are, are, you, are there times in your life you're getting better at saying no – and what kinds of things are you getting better at saying no to? Wow. You know, I, um, I am, I do feel like I am getting better at saying no to things. Um, because there's a part of me that really wants to spend any kind of free time that I have with my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, when I have that downtime and I have that free time, I really just want to be with my babies because, you know, they're only going to be this age once. And I kind of look at it as like, you know, they need me right now. But in 10 years, they're going to be like, see you later, mom. I don't need to do, you know. So it's like I want to be there now. So I do feel like I do say no to some projects if I don't feel like it's going to feed me enough. And I don't feel like it's going to help me grow as like an actor um, because I don't want to, you know, miss out on them, those moments away from my girls. So. You know, it's hard to say no, but I also feel like, um, you know, as you get older in life or, you know, like when you get in your late 30s and stuff like that, like it's a lot easier to say no. 
So it's a lot easier to say no. We're like back in the day, I said yes to everybody and everything. Yeah, sure, you want to go out? Yeah, even when I was tired. Yeah. You know, sure, yeah, you want to, you know, do a project together when I already had four going on? Yeah, sure, you know. Um, but yeah, it's gotten it's gotten a lot easier to say no because you know I want to be around my kids a lot more. Okay, well, good. So with everything you've done and experienced, what would you say is the best advice you've ever received? Wow. Um, I think the best advice I've ever received is, you know, when opportunity knocks, you know, take it. Don't pass anything up. You know, things kind of come into your life for a reason and they're there at that specific time because you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. So just go for it and embrace it and enhance it and kind of figure out along the way. I actually, I think that there is a quote that I really like. I think Richard Branson said it. He said, die. He said, even if it scares you to death, dive in and figure it out along the way. And I thought that was really, really true because, you know, there's no right time to start anything or, or wrong time to start anything. It's just you have to be willing to start. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like, you know, when opportunities present themselves, they are there for a reason. And maybe you should listen mm-hmm. instead of, you know, backing away. Wonderful. So, yeah, definitely has a lot of the whole like fearlessness, which is my word of the year in there. Yeah. But I, it's just so true. It's like, you know, dive in and figure it out later. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. So, Jen, thank you so much for spending the time today to chat with me. I really appreciate your time. If the listeners would like to see more of what you're working on and hear more from you, what is the best way they can find you online? I would say um, go to my Facebook page. It's just um, Jen LaFort Who's and find me there. Or you can find me on my um, my personal page. I do either one or my Twitter handle is um, Jen LaFort. And I love to connect with new people. So please, you know, um, follow me there or, you know, send me an email, jenlaforte at gmail.com. Pretty easy. But thank you, Yuri. This was so much fun. I'm so glad we got a chance to connect. Sure. Me too. This, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Advance Your Art Podcast. If you like this episode, please go into iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button so that every single time I release a new episode, it will go directly to you without even thinking about it. If you're interested in hearing older episodes, please go to AdvanceYourArt.com where you can find the catalog of everything I've done so far, as well as contact information and projects I'm working on. Thank you again, and have a great day.